Our scripture reading for this morning is found in the book of Matthew, chapter 10, verses 40 through 42. He who receives you receives me, and he who receives me receives him who sent me. He who receives a prophet, because he is a prophet, shall receive a prophet's reward. And he who receives a righteous man, because he is a righteous man, shall receive a righteous man's reward. And whoever gives to one of these little ones even a cup of cold water, because he is a disciple, truly I say to you, he shall not lose his reward. Our reading today brings us to the end of chapter 10. It's the end of the Sermon on Mission that Jesus gives. Not as familiar as the Sermon on the Mount, but the Sermon on Mission. Jesus gave his disciples power over unclean spirits to cast them out, heal all kinds of sickness and disease. Told us to go to the lost sheep. I send you as sheep in the midst of wolves, Jesus said. When they persecute you here, go somewhere else. Jesus said, you are more value than the sparrows. He also said, lose your life for my sake and you'll find it. Now, Curtis has been over this the last couple of weeks, and this is not simple. This is not easy. This is not not love your neighbor Sunday school stuff. This is hard work. And this is something that we need to just stop and, and look at. I'm reminded of the scarecrow from The Wizard of Oz. You know, it got to be his turn to uh, go up and speak to the wizard. And he turns to the tin man, he turns to the scarecrow, talk me out of it, fellas. There's a whole lot in here that we're not really looking forward to doing. But Jesus closes the sermon on mission with words of reassurance to us. Receive these people. Receive others as you would receive me. And in receiving them, you receive God. Receive a prophet just because they're a prophet. Receive them and you receive me. It's, it's that easy. Just be nice to each other. But we get to verse 42, and that's what I want to talk about today. Is Whenever you can, whenever the opportunity presents itself to you, Give to one of these little ones 
some ordinary folk, you, me, all kinds of folk, give to anyone who you see is in need only a cup of cold water. Now that's easy, cold water, you go to the tap, pull a drink out, you, you have to wash the glass when you're done. That's it. I can do that all day long. It's not quite that easy either. The end of the verse talks about losing your reward. And I think that's what causes most of us to stumble here. The world always thinks, how much is it going to cost? What's it going to cost me? What am I going to get out of it? Like stray cats. You have one at the back door. You got a little bit of leftover. You put it out. We're feeling pretty good, stray cat. But you open the door tomorrow, and you've got three cats. The day after that, you've got seven, and then you've got 12, and oh, my gosh. But what if cats are not cats? What if cats are homeless persons? We do what we can with 50 lunches more or less every week. We make them, we send them down to homeless kids. All the while knowing that there's a thousand homeless kids just in Salt Lake City. We do. What do we do when there are more cats than we can feed? What do we do when there are more kids than we can feed? These little ones, you and me, all kinds, we have to be caring of all kinds. We have to meet the needs that are presented to us as they're presented to us. If you watched it all, um, the election campaign last year, you heard a lot from one of the candidates from when she grew up. Do all the good that you can for all the people you can, in all the ways you can, as long as ever you can. That's all it is. It's a glass of water when you see someone is thirsty. That's all it is. It's a habit. It becomes a habit, a discipline. But habits are hard. It takes at least three weeks to establish them, according to all the studies. A couple of guys named Bruce and Stan wrote a small book called God is in the Small Stuff. And in it they say discipline begins 
with small things done daily. It's a small thing, a cup of water. It's a small thing, a meal. It's a small thing, a prayer. Done daily by all of us. We get a mountain of prayer. We get a mountain of water. We get a mountain of lunches. That's what God's asking us to do. We have the power to heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons, according to Jesus in this very sermon. Cold water, piece of check, piece of cake. But what if we get really busy and we work with an organization like water.org? And soon, God, in three, four, five years, next week, every village in the world has their own well with clean, potable water. Can you imagine what would happen to the people who live in those villages? who no longer have to walk one, two, three hours each way to get water that's necessary for that day and then have to do it all over again tomorrow. Without all that time wasted just looking for water, looking for firewood, they could be educating themselves. They could be educating their children. They could be taking care of themselves. We all forget to do that. They could have time to start a business out of their own hut or house. Increase the standard of living for the whole village. That's what water is. It's opportunity. And we take it for granted because we just lift the spigot and there it is. It's not that way for all kinds of people. The sick and the ill. We're really good at uh, taking care of broken bones and pretty good at taking care of broken hearts. We're not so good at talking about mental health issues. Lots of folks have them. I've gone through depression. I can't even tell you how many times in my life. But you get through it. You try to learn from it. You try to go on. And the best way to go on is to help other people. What about those dead spirits? We can give revival. We can give hope. We can give joy. About those demons we're supposed to be able to cast out. There's demons we've been working on since we started getting up on two legs. Poverty. Slavery, debt. They're real demons. 
We have the power to cast them out if we'll claim it. It can be frustrating to keep adding all these things to our list because, I mean, I signed up for uh, water. It can be really frustrating. Somebody new comes into the family and they bring all kinds of stuff with them and then we have to deal with it. But we're a family, that's what we do. God gives us the power to do that. God gives us the skill. God gives us the people. God has the people here already to deal with almost anything that can walk through those doors. We just have to say yes. Small things done daily. That's the discipline God's asking us for. 1 Timothy 6, 18 says, Let them do good that they be rich in good works, ready to give, willing to share. Little by little we inform ourselves, we become more sensitive, we become more aware. We learn to joyfully Provide water to the thirsty, food to the hungry, clothing to the naked, comfort to the sick, visitation to the prisoners. I want to come back to that last part there, lose your reward. Jesus reassures us over and over and over again that there's no way that's going to happen. Promises us joy in so many ways. Promises to look after us in so many ways. Knows the number of hairs on our head. That's how much he's involved in our life, loves us, cares about us, holds us close. But in this kingdom, we're looking for joy. Not just for ourselves, not just for our family, for Salt Lake City, for Utah, for the country, for the world. We're looking for joy. I want to close with this statement from a man who's a mentor to the person who's been writing the books we've been covering in Sunday school the last year or so, and we'll do again in September. This is a guy named Dallas Willard, and he wrote this. The gospel is less about how to get into the kingdom of heaven after you die and more about how to live in the kingdom of heaven before you die. I pray you hear that message. I pray you live, you live fully, you live cheerfully, you share the love and the cheer that you have, that you are, and that you know without any doubt 
God is yours. God is great. God is good to all of us, present and absent. Amen.